Welcome to the Bizarro Briefs podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstatter. I am the editor of the Valley Advocate. I'm here with Trumpy. Hello, sir. Hits 94.3, DJ extraordinaire. That's right. Afternoons. I'm the guy who says dumb stuff. Oh, well, and you know, I'm sure you have like intelligent things to say too, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about some dumb news items. I'm so ready. Which we do every week. Uh, the bizarre and weird news. What have you got? What have you got this week? Well, you know, uh, I'm I'm fond of influencers. Are are you down with the influencers? You people like on Twitter who have that's, a lot of followers and stuff. Yeah, okay, Instagram. Yeah. They they tell us. They show us the things. What's next? Well, a vegan influencer, my favorite, <laughs> has invented something new for all of us called. Uh, and I'm probably because uh, it's not a real word. I'm pretty sure, so it's okay for me to get it wrong. Lettuceetti. <laughs> Yeah, is that like the the Illuminati for vegans? <laughs> I wish. Uh, she has cr- created this. It's called Lettuceetti, and it's uh for vegans. It's a substitute for noodles because it's uh lettuce. Oh, so you can have po- let uh, pasta, but instead of pasta, you use lettuce. Okay, so do they like grind it up, or is it just like shredded lettuce? Oh, that- you've caught on to why this is dumb. <laughs> it in fact is shredded lettuce, as everyone pointed out to her, and then you know, poked a little fun. Yeah. But as one person pointed out, no, it's like pasta because she's twirling it with a fork. Oh uh, boy, I think no, it's shredded lettuce. If you're gonna it's go, a salad. If you're gonna go vegan. You know, lettuce is not the way to like that. That's not going to bring people over to your cause. Like, I think like there are some really good like vegan things out there, dishes like that involve like rice and wait. Why are you getting rid of pasta if you're vegan? I don't listen. I don't write these stories. Okay, all right. Well, they, they write themselves. All right. Well, I've got I've got one that it's not pasta, but it involves bread. So this is a glutinous story, and this is a young girl, eleven years old, shopping with her dad. And the unthinkable happens, or I guess it's thinkable, but a robber holds up this grocery store that they're at. This young girl and her father spring into action. She's got like a loaf of bread. He's got a can of some like canned drink and they throw it at the guy. He's like, got a knife trying to hold up the store. They throw the bread at him. He makes one last attempt to grab at the register. They throw something else at him, and he's gone. <laughs> like swatting him with French bread. Yeah. So <laughs> the baguette was a crusty one. Little smack it over his head. Eleven-year-old girl with bread foils robbery, but at the same time, it's like you kind of think, "Oh, this guy's clearly incompetent. Can't rob a store." But the police still haven't caught him, so he's doing something right. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know a bread joke, and this would be a good time for one. Knock knock. Yeah, I don't have. <laughs> I didn't have anything to back that up. All right, I like I like the bread. I think mean, so. It was probably like a, a baguette, maybe because it's something crusty. It could have been, it. yeah, something like uh, I I was kind of picturing like something like round and you know like something but you could throw. If you throw anything at me, I'm gonna duck. I, I'm not <laughs> athletic, so I'm not gonna catch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna duck. So a, a soft loaf of uh, hot dog buns. Mm. I, I'm still ducking. <laughs> I guess I was just thinking like the guy's like he's got a knife. Like, can you just like stab the bread, slice the bread? I don't know. Yeah, I get you. I'm imagine some kind of like a fast action com- uh, comedy. It would be a comedy with like throwing the knife, but he has the knife and he's like slice, 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 and then they make a sandwich. You know, like yes. in a cartoon. Okay, yeah, the one knife can be used to slice the bread, spread the peanut butter, whatever. Yeah, the the the, the almond butter. The almond butter. Yeah. All right, so I have one there where I want to start off with a headline. 
a couple accused of abandoning their adopted nine-year-old daughter. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's a big one. Yep. That's heavy. Except, are you ready? Okay. This couple's from Indiana. They adopted this daughter of theirs in recent history. Uh, let me let me just get the location of the adoption. Came from the Ukraine. Okay. The couple moved from the United States to Canada. That's when they left their daughter behind. They were arrested. And you're still looking at me like, all right. Okay. Is, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, you're like, I'm not comfortable with this story. Turns out the adopted daughter was 22 years old and a sociopathic. She was a dwarf pretending to be a child to be adopted, came to the United States, threatened to kill them and many things. And they were like, no, we're out of here. Gone. Wow. That's so crazy. This is like a movie. Yeah. Oh, like a, a terrible movie. Yeah. That's, wow. But why, why Why did the newspaper say that the person was nine then? Well, there, there's a little more of the headline. I, oh, okay. You I led you okay. In. okay, so you were, so it was, was a little- baiting you. It was a little misleading. The yes. Way that, the way that you, you introduced a it. A couple but, accused of abandoning their adopted nine-year-old says she was actually a 22-year-old sociopathic dwarf. That's the full headline. Oh, so you don't know. They say that. They say. Well, there's there, there's more to the story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always, I'm, you know, when you're in journalism, as yeah. as we are, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, you, always, you might be. You always have to ask kind of like, okay, well, that's that person's story. Who is, is anybody disputing this? Is there another side of this story? There could be. Um, What's their Twitter account? Okay. Do you remember a few weeks back, you were really excited about a story that we did about the Area 51 um uh, people who were like gonna go and and there was a million people who signed up for this uh, event. Two million. Two million. I was people. one of them. Okay. So where were you? Because only forty people showed up at, to this event, and there was only one arrest, uh, and it was for allegedly public urination. So kind of a a a, a bit of a flop. Uh, this this Area Fifty One uh, storm. They can't. Stop us all. Yeah. They stopped all of you. There were only 40 of you. Well, let's just get into this. Two million people said they were going on Facebook, which equals about 40. So it's good. <laughs> That's how Facebook works. So I don't, you know, this is, this is fine. Those are good numbers. Yeah. Ooh. I would have loved to have gone to an event like this. I've, I've been to the extraterrestrial highway. Mm-hmm. I've been to Rachel, Nevada. My dog is from the high desert. But but you didn't but you didn't make I don't know I mean like do you think it was any fun do you think no. that people got there and they were like it was probably forty of like the craziest people yeah and they probably weren't any fun to talk to well and and so to, to you know you can get out to the desert in the middle of nowhere and once you get to like say Rachel Nevada you're still far far away from the entrance I never made it to an entrance gate of Area Fifty One I was happy with being out in the highway and seeing mm-hmm. the, the Area 51 mailbox. And, 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 and you know, the, well, there's the mailbox. Was, the, was, there, was there any mail in the mailbox? I didn't look. I, okay. I was too, like... That's a federal offense. I creeped myself out about touching it. Okay. But um, you can drive to the gate. There are a few gates you can just drive to. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, you have, you're allowed to. But people just don't do it because it's you're so far in the middle of nowhere. And it is just creepy and as you approach you know there's stories and you start to see the marked suvs and they're the unmarked suvs and they're just following you and watching you and you know i don't i don't want to mess with those people yeah but i mean the other side of it is two million people minus 40 flaked out 
Ask any local band how they feel about that. That is every weekend for them. 700 of their friends say they're going. Five people show up. Four want to be... Four want to be on the uh, the guest list and don't even want to pay to go pay the five bucks to see them right. at the bar, and then they don't buy nothing from the bar anyway. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Support local music. All right. Would Would you like uh, flatulence or camel? Uh, is there a way to combine the two? Or <laughs> <laughs> I could probably work that out. <laughs> Why don't you... I, Hit me with the flatulence. Okay. The first ever flatulence competition was supposed to, well, it, it kind of happened in India. 60 people registered to be a part of the flatulence mm-hmm. contest. Um, it was going to, they were going to be judged on longest, loudest, and most musical flatulence. 20 people showed up of the 60 that said they were going to be in the competition. Of- and then only three wound up being brave enough to get on stage. And then they all had stage fright and were not able to perform. <laughs> That's so funny because I read the headline that this was happening, but I did not read what an abject failure it was. Um, well, was it? Because we're talking about it. <laughs> right. I guess if all they wanted was to, to make a statement, they they made it. But um, yeah, it's disappointing. People wanted to like have a competition and like everybody kind of chickened out yeah. or, you know, wouldn't. They wasn't able, Wasn't able. Right. Exactly. Weren't able to perform. So... This is one that I feel like I kind of can almost relate to this, but I haven't done this. So have you ever, so the X's, right? You have like love letters that you write to them. And then it's like, you have these love letters that, uh, you know, are from someone else. Cause you ended this relationship. It's an Wait, X's. You, you write love letters to your X's? N- no, you, you're in. So maybe I should just, <laughs> Okay. So this is a, so I'm gonna so this is a story about someone who was in a relationship. The relationship ended. They had all these love letters, and and the love letters for whatever reason they didn't want them around anymore. So she decides to burn them, but she falls asleep while burning them, and the fire spreads in her apartment <laughs> and causes four thousand dollars of damage. So it's like kind of no one, love lost there. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, what does that mean? Love lost? I don't really know. I, yeah. I don't know. Better to have loved and lost than to burn down your whole apartment. Um, I could just, so I haven't, you know, I, you know, I have, I have love, you know, I like, I keep these things. It's like, you know, they're reminders of your past, but you know, some people it's like, it's too painful to keep those things. You so must- they have to burn them and then they fall asleep while burning them. I guess that's not something that I feel like I would do. So but. you're saying you have love letters from your exes? Yeah, but doesn't everybody? Is that not true? Uh, I don't know, man. I uh, don't have. I don't know that I've ever received one. Well, no, not a love letter written from someone that you uh, that's now your ex, like someone that you were dating and right. you wrote love yes. letters to each other. And then it's like what you break up with them, and then suddenly you just burn them and burn down your apartment too. Mm. I don't think I've ever written or received a love letter. Oh, wow. Did you do everything by like verbal or internet or you just didn't have any paper trail? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I just but uh I don't really know. I mean like how what is a love letter? I mean like my understanding so when we say love letter like dear so and so, I love you. Thank oh, you. I guess You're okay. So I guess sweet. so. Maybe I was thinking more broadly, just a letter from your love, oh, or maybe some kind of correspondence, birthday yes. cards, postcards. Yeah. If you're away from each and other, and it was probably signed "Love 
Right. X, okay. Whatever. Great. Not the X, but that was supposed to be that it, your name here. Right. Right. I get it. I don't have any of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, neither does she, because she burned. Her. <laughs> she burned. She doesn't have anything. <laughs> Nothing even from her current relationship. <laughs> yeah, or her last trip to like the clothing <laughs> store, probably. All right, so I guess uh, if I did the uh, flatulence one, I can move on to the camel one. Let's now. hear the camel Are one. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. So in Louisiana, there is a truck stop. They have a camel named Casper. The camel weighs 600 pounds. Who lives there in a petting zoo? Last week, a couple and their dog were at the truck stop. The dog ran off into the camel enclosure. It spooked the camel. But that's not all. <laughs> okay. And when the woman that was attached to the dog, went in to get the dog. Casper the camel attacked. Oh! Can you imagine? A spooked camel and now a human. They wound up pinning the woman against the wall and sitting on her. She survived. She's okay. She had to bite the camel's testicles oh, to get him off. God! Wow! She was able to escape. She She's going to be okay. How about the camel? Well, this is another twist. All right, poor choice of words there, but... The manager of the truck stop said the camel's going to be okay because the woman didn't have any teeth. (laughs) The cops (laughs) gave the couple tickets for trespassing and not having the dog on a leash. Wow, what can you even say to that? That that is truly... That's, I mean... That's like... The kind of weird news story you just dream about. I just can't. I just, I just struggle. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have any teeth. I don't. It's what. It's, I don't, <laughs> that's a category. Yeah. I hope that one was real. I hope that wasn't a made some made up story. Uh, ABC two Baton Rouge. ABC two Baton Rouge. That's well, the, I recognize um, those letters. There we go. Yeah. Sourced. Yeah. So, <laughs> not fact check, but wait, yeah, are those, well, two but, those are two different things. Well, hopefully the, they fact checked it. Right, right. So as you're a journalist, yeah. fact, tech, fact checking and sourced are different things, right? Source just means it was a, is that even a journalistic word? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I like, I, I don't know that I would necessarily like separate the two, but like sourced is like, yeah, you have an actual person who told you about this that was like there. Or is at least an official who could tell you about what happened. Fact check is like you go in afterwards and you're like, oh, I'm not too clear about this, or did this really true, or you know, it's I, kind uh, of a it's a multi stage uh, process. You got to be maybe it's not be good, on it to be a, a, a journalist. Got to be on it. So which is why I'm not a journalist. Which is why I should tell you now. Maybe it's too late. I don't fact check anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, these are as you so often like to say sometimes when you get too deep into these things it kind of ruins the the weirdness because Not that camel one no that one <laughs> that, that kept giving that one did keep giving all right so we started with with noodles and i've got kind of a noodle related one as well that i didn't see before or else i would have jumped right in with it <laughs> like but it. um the church of the flying spaghetti monster have you heard of this church? I they're, have. They're, the followers are known as pastafarians. The, the, the colanders on the head, right? <laughs> yes, that's yes. right. That's what I guess that's a, an official thing. So, a pastor or a priest of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster gave a like a, a little mini um, what do you call it when you like there's an open like an invocation I guess at uh, a, a local government meeting in alaska oh, okay yeah oh alaska Excellent. Um, because this uh place in alaska tried to ban uh certain religions 
from giving invocations before their thing and uh, their local courts or the Supreme Court or something, some courts. So very Alaskan. Said that that was unconstitutional. So now they have a new policy that says any religion can offer a um, a uh, uh, invocation before a meeting. And they've had uh, Satanists and they've had uh, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster who uh, gave the, the invocation and concluded it by saying, Ramen. Ramen. Um, ah, ah, ah. Where it, was this? In, in, uh, in it's old... it's on the Kenai Peninsula. Oh, Kenai. Kenai Peninsula. Kenai. I used to live there. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I lived in Seward, Alaska. Well, a summer in Seward. Mm-hmm. Visited many places in on the Kenai. Lovely, lovely place. There's a national park there. Kenai Fjords National Park. Yeah, so cool. It's also a place where you can go to become a Pastafarian. I because, think I should become one. Yeah. Ra- ramen. 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 Thanks for listening to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. Check us out on valleyadvocate.com. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to listen to my radio show.